The bigger the family, the more likely they are to get sick. More about that next on The Scope. Examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs. The Science and Research Show is on The Scope. I'm talking with Dr. Carrie Byington, professor of pediatrics at the University of Utah and co-director of the Utah Center for Clinical and Translational Science. You and your team have published a study in the journal Clinical Infectious Disease, monitoring how often families or households are infected with virus. Some of your findings are really striking. We're really excited to publish uh, our findings on the study that we call the Big Love Study, which stands for Better Identification of Germs, Longitudinal Viral Epi Studies. And we found that uh, individuals who are living alone had a virus detected in their nose between three and four weeks out of the year. When we looked at families with six children uh, living in the household, a virus was detected in the house 87% of the weeks, almost uh, the entire year. Oh, my gosh. Someone had a virus in the household. (laughs) Um, So as a pediatrician, it helps me a lot to be able to talk with families who come in and say, someone's always sick in the household. (laughs) And in fact, that's true. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) And and is probably uh, fairly normal. And, And so... That helps us in our practice to be able to reassure families, are they seeing something normal or is their child really having more infections than they should be having? That's a common question I get as a pediatrician. With each additional child in the family, does the um, amount that that family is infected with virus increase? Having one child changes your risks quite a bit uh, as a household. And you go from having virus in the household from um, about... 7% of the time to about a third of the time you'll have virus in the household. But for those uh, families that have two, three, or four children, uh, the risk of virus was uh, fairly constant within the household, about um, 50% of the weeks. After you pass the threshold of four children, so families with five and six children, we saw another sharp increase in the number of viruses. And so is it uh, the kids that are bringing the, the virus into the household? In many cases, yes. It looks like it is the child that's bringing the virus, and especially the very young child. I think it would not be a surprise uh, to parents who have children younger than five that uh, they are commonly infected with a virus. And we found in our group that children younger than five had a virus in their nose 50% of the weeks. Mm. One out of every two weeks, they had a virus in their nose. And that, uh, for me, again, as a pediatrician and an investigator, is very, very interesting. Um, On the one hand, I'd like to find ways to prevent people from getting sick and to interrupt that transmission, um, like giving them the flu vaccine to protect them. But on the other hand, I'm very interested in finding out whether there is a benefit to getting certain viruses at certain times during our lives. And I think that's something that we can Mm -hmm. really begin to explore uh, with the data that we've collected. Um, We're learning more and more in the field of infectious diseases about the microbiome and the bacteria that we have uh, in our system that uh, may be beneficial to us. And I think we're also going to begin to learn about the virome, about the (laughs) viruses that we have and carry. How do those viruses interact with the bacteria in our microbiome? How do they interact with our own immune system? So being infected with virus as a child might be a good thing. Yes. In many cases, I think it can be a good thing. And it can often serve as almost an immunization, if you will, to protect you down the line. 
but I don't think that we yet know which viruses mm-hmm. in which order is important. Mm-hmm. And that's what some of these studies are going to begin to help us do. And it also might be hard to convince parents of that when it becomes inconvenient to keep kids home from school and, and things like that. Absolutely. And we need to try to understand um, how often that's going to happen. And I would say for um, for parents of young children, um, they can be assured that they are going to have uh, six to seven viral respiratory illnesses each year. Uh, their children will have mm-hmm. those, and that's quite normal. And they, as parents, will also get to share in some <laughs> of those viral illnesses. So at parents of children, are they sick more often than um, other adults that do not have children? Yes, we mm-hmm. did find uh, that in our study, and we found an interesting age breakdown. So parents of younger children, so those in the age of 18 to 39, were nearly twice as likely to have viruses as older parents who were uh, over the age of 40. So again, um, the younger parents may have had more exposure through their young children, but maybe they also developed some better immunity uh, during that period of time that protected them when they were after uh, older than the age of 40. So it's mm. interesting. Yeah, very interesting. What can we do with this information? What can families do with this information? And what can healthcare providers do? Well, I think what this information really does for both families and healthcare providers is say what's normal. You know, what is the baseline for normal? When, when should I uh, uh, relax and say this is just what I have to go through in the first two to three years of my uh, child's life, and when do I have to be more concerned? It also helps us to know which viruses are really um, associated with mild illness and which viruses may often result in medical care, uh, needing medical care. And, and, and so as a clinician, as a pediatrician, it helps me say which viruses would be really important to focus on for vaccines to try to prevent you know, more serious consequences. Mm. Interesting, informative, and all in the name of better health. This is the Scope Health Sciences Radio.